When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing regret, but first today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that we watched the Downton Abbey movie last night, me and my husband. We used to go to the movies all the time before the pandemic. We had those like subscription services at the theater that give you like free tickets, like a certain amount of free tickets per month. And we would go like once a week, if not more. But we haven't been going as much since then, mostly because the culture around movie theaters has changed, but also because we just don't remember to. So it was fun to get out there and do it again. The thorn is that it's expensive. I I don't know if I ever realized or I didn't know how expensive it is to go to the movies and then out to dinner. I think the pandemic kind of broke me of so many spending habits that used to feel normal to the point that it's not even fun anymore. So many things I used to go out and do, I now can't seem to justify the cost for because I feel like I could just be doing them at home and enjoy them just as much. I never thought this day would come, by the way, as a seven, like this, this is shocking to me. (laughs) My bud is that my husband is having dinner with a friend tonight. My kiddo is at his mom's house. So that means I have the house to myself for dinner this evening and I'm gonna make oyster mushrooms and just like whatever else sounds yummy. And I'm gonna watch a movie and maybe take a bath and just enjoy having the house to myself. Okay, friends, let's talk about regret. One of the sentences that I say most often in my life is, I want to take the path of least regret. This is what I use when making any decision. Will I regret going or staying more? Will I regret staying silent or speaking up more? Will I regret making that purchase or leaving it on the shelf more? Generally, I think it helps me to make decisions that are thoughtful, but also not afraid of risks. Now, with that being said, it's not a foolproof system. We can't predict what we'll feel like regret later in our life. For example, during the height of the pandemic, I was outraged at the way people were handling it. And I had my five minutes of using the internet as my outlet for that and calling individuals out for not doing what they can to keep people safe. That was the path of least regret at the time. I felt like I was defending the rights of people and protecting my own right to feel safe in the world. And as time has passed, I don't feel that way as much. In fact, there are several times that I wish I could take back, not because I feel like I was in the wrong or that people should have cared more, 
but because I can see how the role that that was playing in my life, it, it gave me a sense of control over something that made me feel powerless. I thought by reminding people that they weren't being careful, it would somehow change the way that people showed up. But the truth is that some people just didn't care. But others had service industry jobs where they didn't have a choice about whether they would stay home or not. Some people were doing the best they could with the resources that they had. And with time, my perspective has changed and therefore my regret has shifted. So as much as I would like to know what I will regret in a year, five years, 20 years, it's not really possible. So what is regret? The definition of regret, according to the dictionary, is a feeling of sadness about something sad or wrong that happened or about a mistake that you have made and a wish that it could have been better or different. In her book, Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown talks about regret by saying, while some people disagree with me, I firmly believe that regret is one of our most powerful emotional reminders that reflection, change, and growth are necessary. In our research, regret emerged as a function of empathy and when used constructively, it's a call to courage and a path toward wisdom. The idea that regret is a fair but tough teacher can really piss people off. No regrets, quote unquote, has become synonymous with daring and adventure, but I disagree. The idea of no regrets doesn't mean living with courage. It means living without reflection. To live without regret is to believe that we have nothing to learn, no amends to make and no opportunity to be braver with our lives. One reason we may avoid regret is the fact that it can be accompanied by an element of self-blame and even guilt. Maybe we don't like the accountability that often comes with regret. She goes on to say, in our work, we find that what we regret most are our failures of courage, whether it's courage to be kinder, to show up, to say how we feel, to set boundaries, to be good to ourselves, to say yes to something scary. Regret has taught me that living outside of my values is not tenable for me. Regrets about not taking chances we have, have made me braver. Regrets about shaming or blaming people I care about have made me more thoughtful. Sometimes the most uncomfortable learning is the most powerful. Now, I share all of that from her book along with my personal antidote because I want to lay down the premise that regret is actually a good thing. In fact, my little mantra of path of least regrets can sometimes be unhelpful as it holds on to the belief that there is some perfect answer, like a perfect solution, a perfect path. This can leave me frozen in indecision and it can cause me to be ungrateful for the things that come my way if there are flaws on the supposed perfect path that I chose. Is it perfect after all? Maybe I picked the wrong path. Now at the same time, path of least regrets can be a helpful tool. But primarily, when there are already regrets from the past that have taught me who I want to be the next time around. So path of least regrets works because there were regrets to use as information to make a better decision next time. Like in the past, we've talked about envy and how there's so much to learn from being envious. Like through that, we were able to see what it is we most deeply want. In the same way, Regret isn't something to be avoided, it's something to learn from. Our regrets show us our value systems. They show us who we want to be in the world and give us the opportunity to step into future situations with much more wisdom. Now, in order to do this, we have to release the shame of failure, which 
I know it's easier said than done, but in the meantime, consider the simple idea that we are not born knowing everything we need to know about being a person in the world. The entire process is learn as you go and you are definitely going to mess it up. In fact, the more you embrace the likelihood of regret, the more inclined you are toward self-compassion. If regrets are an inevitable element of the human existence, then maybe nothing is particularly wrong with you. You're simply as human as everyone else. So to continue this conversation on Thursday, we're going to talk about FOMO, the fear of missing out, the way each Enneagram type attempts to prevent or control regret. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.